can be. <laughs> Thank you. Little, wow, that was kind of great, actually. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, welcome never to do that again. <laughs> never do it. Never. Please do it again. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to this bacon bit where we're gonna review not one, not two, but three movies. No, just two. Just two. I'm oh. saving one for next week. Oh, I did just see Ford v Ferrari: Dawn of Justice, but I'm, <laughs> it actually comes out next Friday, so Ew. you're gonna get it next Friday. So nice. it's a pretty early one, but I do want to. I want to review. One that comes out this week and one that came out last week, but maybe nobody noticed. Could did be. you guys know? Did you know hmm. Terminator came out, Jake? No. Right? I don't think anyone did. Were you expecting it? Were you anticipating this movie? I noticed it was it was made. And <laughs> did uh, you? And someone made a, a trailer about it. And then I, that was it. And then all silence, right? Yeah. And it was, it was like radio silence. silent after that. Well, apparently, yes, because the movie was a huge bomb, made less than $30 million its opening weekend. Has a production budget of 185 million. Well, that's what happens when you have a Terminator. If you have a movie like that, a big franchise movie, even if it is whatever number six or something. Yeah, it's number six. uh, Oh wow, really? I just made that up. Uh, You have to put money behind it if the people are going to believe that the studio cares about it. That's it. Well, what kind of money are you talking? Are you saying with special effects or are you talking marketing? Marketing. If they don't put the marketing money behind it, then there's like this subliminal message to all people, all customers, all potential movie viewers that the studio does not believe in this product. Well, they did sell it as they sold it as Terminator 3. So it's almost like yeah. a new Halloween from last year, which was but Halloween 2 again. did they sell it as a Terminator again? 3 or did they start to sell it as a Terminator 3 and then just stop talking about it? Kind of, yeah. But they were saying, hey, James Cameron, remember him? You really like him when he did the first two movies, right? Right. He's producing this time <laughs> and he likes the story. I love it when they say from the producers he of Blank. Because I mean, you mean the people gave money to that movie and they yeah. gave money to this movie and they don't have too much involvement? Exactly. Right, and, and they are saying that James Cameron had actual story credits here. I think that's probably a lie, honestly. Do you, you think they told Grandpa that he made up the story? A little bit, yeah. They're like, uh-huh, this is your stuff. Yeah, it is my stuff. We're using your characters. I did Go that. work on Avatar. Okay. Go <laughs> build a submarine. And he does. Oh, yeah. He's great at that. Yeah. But so it, this is an interesting review, uh, mm-hmm. an interesting bacon bit too, because uh, Ken, you mentioned you said I'm reviewing, not we're reviewing. Yes. Because Jacob and I hadn't haven't seen, seen either of the movies you're going to discuss tonight. I'm sorry. And here's what I'm going to do that will be different. You jerk. I will not be spoiling either movie in this, in these reviews. What if I what? ask you to? I will. Off the air. <laughs> I actually I knew it. I actually reviewed it for Joel uh-huh. and he was like, you know, I don't care. I'm not all that invested. I'm like, okay, here's what happens. And it was crazy. It was, was it crazy. Did it make you want to see the movie? No, it made me, it actually made me angry at the movie, honestly. Well, granted, I was about coming. Ter- f- we're talking about Terminator. Terminator Dark Fate. Dark right Fate. Yes. Yeah. You told me about the thing and I'm like, all right. You said this happens in the first five minutes. This happens. And you told me that. And I'm like, I'm out. This is, I'm no longer interested in this A movie. major spoiler happens in the first five minutes. Wow. Like game oh, so it's like, changing. Yeah. So plot twist just to sort of like reset the stage. Yeah. So because it's the number three, not the number six. Right? Yeah. Because okay. they, so here's what they got rid of. Terminator 3, Rise of the Machines, which had Arnold Schwarzenegger, Nick Stahl, who played older John Connor. Right. And it was another Terminator movie. It's a robot chasing good people with a good Terminator Protecting them, essentially. Sure. Then all of a sudden, they went to the future, which everyone wanted to see until they saw Terminator Salvation. And then... Didn't really pan out, eh. right? There was some cool stuff there, but... Uh, Christian Bale? Yeah, Christian Bale on that it was one. funny with Rift Tracks, though. I, I never saw that one, actually. Oh, you didn't? No, I just kind of yawned every time a new one came out. It gets there about two-thirds the way, because Anton Yelchin's in it as Kyle Reese. Like, it's kind of cool. And then okay. the movie's just kind of like... I, I want to see it on Rift Tracks, though. It's funny on Rift Tracks. And then they made... They kind of undid that... And three years ago, they made Terminator Genesis, 
which you thought was a made-up name. Why? Yeah. And it has uh, Daenerys from Game of Thrones in it. Oh. And they redo Terminator 1 again, essentially, but with a new timeline. And so this series is more complicated than the X-Men series at this point. The timeline's all messed Does up. anyone care, though? And apparently the answer is no. No. The answer is no. So Fox and now Disney released this movie hoping that people will care. There's a franchise here. And they're bringing back Arnold Schwarzenegger and Linda Hamilton in these roles. And Linda Hamilton, like we've talked about her throughout the history of Bacon Cell mm-hmm. as like this legend, this action hero legend. How did she do? Uh, well, I'll get there. I hear her son's doing much better. Her son, Alexander Hamilton. <laughs> <laughs> What's my name? Alexander Hamilton. Uh, and so uh, let me give the synopsis for this one. Okay. Terminator Dark Fate. Terminator Dark Fate. In fact, Terminator's uh, colon Dark Fate. Yes, the, the, the Dark <laughs> Fate of the colon. So it's Sarah Connor and a hybrid cyborg human must protect a young girl from a newly modified liquid Terminator from the future. Now, that I know sounds, that sounds crazy. That sounds familiar. Uh, yeah, very familiar. Almost like... So, almost like one and two? Like, oh, I read this synopsis before. Yes, and seen this movie before because... Of course, the idea is is it's the vague description and then there's twists, right? Ish. Well, so, what they do well, is... You boil down the first two Terminators kind of like that, and yet they're still awesome. They are still awesome. Yeah. And I think that's where two succeeds is one is, is meant to be like a horror film where a robot is chasing humans and we're seemingly defenseless until we're not. Yeah. Yeah. And then two is like, no, no, no. One's on our side, but it's still the chase. The whole thing is about the cool action that happens in between the chase. Right. And of course the great dialogue and whatnot. Yeah. That was that (laughs) it was never really accomplished in the sequels. Right. It was just kind of like, Hey, same formula except for salvation. They just made budget action movies is all they did. Yes. I mean, sci-fi action. And there's always memorable stuff in each one. And this one says, okay, well, we're going to do the same thing again with one and two. I'm trying to think of anything memorable from three or four. The, the ending of three is actually great. Oh, that's right. The twist at the end. Yes. yes. Yeah. That was it's fun. great, actually. And then it just kind of falls apart. Well, this one yeah, has yeah. the best production since two. It's honestly one of the better looking as far as action goes. I think the third Terminator was pretty good looking. <laughs> the Terminatrix is what they call her. Ah. Yeah, the TX. Ah. So I'll say this. Judgment Day was avoided. You know, what they did in T2 worked. Until it didn't? Until it didn't. Because now there's a new company. It's not Skynet anymore. It's Legion. It's NetSky. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's Netscape, actually. Netscape. Uh, yes. <laughs> this, this movie is so tired. Even talking about it, it feels and tired. The, the Terminators are not called T800s or T1000s. They're called Rev9s. They look exactly the same. And the liquid isn't liquid. It's not the um, so, mercury metal anymore. Now yeah. it's like venom metal. Which is kind of cool. Venom metal? Yeah, venom. You know, like, turd in the wind venom? Oh, like, okay, the goo, the black goo. Yeah, it's black goo covering a robot. Oh. And so... So it's a symbiote robot. Yes. But the twist here uh, is... I just don't care. Ar- I know. I know. I'm sorry. Okay. Arnold is in it, kind of. Okay. It's a different Terminator, though, from T2, because as we saw, the thumb went down into the lava, basically. I know. Don't be sad. This happened in 1991. Well, he keeps showing up in the other movies, too. He does. Yeah. Are you, were you crying to the Terminator? <laughs> so there's a new girl that they need to protect, and Sarah Connor shows up from out of nowhere to help protect this girl. Saw that in the trailer. Does she say, come with me if you want to live? Uh, the Or someone does. Yeah, someone does. Okay. But they say it in a different way. Like, it's honestly like a Lego movie. It's like, come with, come with me if you don't want to die. die. Yeah. It, they, it's honestly word for word. But there's a new... Terminator, played by Mackenzie Davis, a good one, but it's a human cyborg from Mackenzie the future. Davis, where do we know her from? And this she, is the lady they're trying to protect. 
No. No, no. Mackenzie Davis is like, uh, I'm the one that's meant to protect you. She is the strong Terminator. Oh, she's like, and and this is the one Sarah Connor's like, you're almost human. Yes. Okay. Uh, So she's in Blade Runner 2049. She's in Black Mirror. Oh, that's right. And a lot of really not great movies. Man, you really need to get some good stuff about this. I feel like we needed the spoilers. <laughs> and so, no, no I'm not going to. But there's a lot of pr- people protecting this girl named Danny. The character's name is Danny Ramos. And there's importance to her, much like there is a John Connor type character. Should I see this? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, the is this action, R or PG-13? This is, I. it felt PG-13, but I'm going to, no, it's R. <laughs> yep it's the kind of action movie that dads like where you mean like explosions like, happen like like sort of like the the dumb indifferent dad sort of thing is that yes. what you mean it's like oh it's yeah, like, yeah 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 movie. that was cool looking yeah, yeah and you know what this is exactly like two and i really liked two <laughs> you're basically saying all dads are slack jawed yokels yeah you're a dad. I know. And it's going to happen to me. I like Civil We're War movies now. <laughs> Civil you like War Civil War. Movies. That's what happens to dads. They're like, I like war movies now. Movies. Yeah. And so this is one that will... Pl- <laughs> Sit down and watch The Patriot, son. Yeah. This will please people because it's an exciting movie while hollow. Because you've seen this before. You've seen the same formula. There's cool new stuff here. There's uh, The Terminator is... Well, that's why two worked is yeah. because it was exciting, but it wasn't that hollow. Yes. Like there was and a little, one, there was some substance in there. Somehow. This one is hollow. Metal substance. And honestly, yeah. the, the twist that happens in the first five minutes is so off-putting. And then the end of the movie justification is so anticlimactic. This makes it, as far as like production goes, the third best Terminator, but this is my least favorite Terminator movie. Wow. Wait, of all. You're, of ta- all. you're talking... You're including Genesis and Salvation as Gen- yes. Genesis. Genesis. And Genesis, Genesis is yeah. a really close contender, honestly. Like I didn't for worse. I don't re- yeah, I don't remember much about that movie at all. Except really, for there was a boss hanging off like Yeah. I didn't even remember the name until you said it. Yeah, yeah. Genesis. But it tried to be something different. It did try to mess with the future timeline as well. This one just kind of it'll be forgotten quickly. And clearly it is. This is the movie. What movie are we talking about? Exactly. <laughs> this movie. Has uh, killed the Terminator franchise. Hmm. I don't think they'll make another one. Granted, it's Hollywood. Give it 20 years. Yeah, maybe four. Then they'll reboot it. Four years. I'm, gonna give this one, I'm still going to give this one a C- minus because the action succeeds where the characters do not. Sarah uh, Linda Hamilton plays just kind of a grizzled version of herself. She's she's a bad A, essentially. But it's not, it's not the stark change that we saw from T1 to T2. Okay. Like the character has kind of just been like, I'm disillusioned and I smoke 20 packs a day. That's her character. Yeah, that sounds about and, right. And I can't wait. I want to spoil what the uh, T-800 does now, what the Terminator actually does because he's kind of retired. Does? Yeah, it's weird. What Arnold does? What Arnold does in the movie. Yes. Can we spoil well, that? No, oh, we're no, not we going can. to. It's, but I, all you need to know is that he's an old Terminator now. Yeah. Like they didn't try to de-age him. They made him an old Does he have Terminator. dementia? No. Okay, can I keep guessing? Yeah. Um, he no, complains guys, let's, about... Let's move on to the next movie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I really want to tell you. He complains uh, the next word, sciatica. I wasn't sure if Joel was going to allow me to say anyway. So yeah, we'll I'll tell you go. after that. He's, okay. got, he's got sciatica. Okay. 
Robot Sciatica? Robot Sciatica. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the, college. <laughs> <laughs> the movie that does come out this weekend is Doctor Sleep, which is a week after Halloween. Which is Go my figure. favorite Marvel character, too. Yes. Do Sleep. they know how uh, Halloween works and how calendars work? Or I guess is this not. on purpose? They wanted this movie for Thanksgiving? I think it was on purpose because they didn't want to be forgotten about, like... A week after th- after Halloween, okay. and this doesn't quite feel like a horror film. Okay, well that makes sense. So this is the sequel to The Shining. Mm-hmm. Doctor Sleep is. Yeah, Doctor Sleep is. It stars Ewan McGregor as uh, Dan Torrance, who, as we know in that movie, was Danny's not dear Mrs. Torrance. Tony. Red he was rum. Danny Torrance. Uh, he and his sorry spoilers for The Shining, but he and his <laughs> mom survived that hotel, and have since moved forward in life. And so what this movie does is shows them trying to just make do and he's obviously been he has a lot of ptsd okay uh how life has been right after that maybe 20 years into the future when he is essentially um goes mean, into rehab you mean like 40 years because you know mcgregor you know he's he's not 25 anymore okay okay 40 <laughs> years he still looks good yeah 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 and so yeah and kind of like him dealing with all that stuff he's become an alcoholic just like his dad was and things are really bad in real life uh, no he's maybe. doing okay in real maybe. life maybe. maybe yeah okay and then it shows present day so it jumps through time and the weird thing about this movie it's mm. two and a half hours long and it takes its time makes so, you want a doctor sleep doesn't it <laughs> oh yeah this yeah. is from the director of uh hunting out of hill house on the Netflix series, it's Mike oh, Flanagan. Really? Same director? Yeah, same director. And a lot of the same cast in this movie as well, which okay. is so interesting. I'm back he, in. He also adds Rebecca Ferguson, who plays Rose the Hat, who is I the like villain her. in this movie. She's great. Yeah, she's yeah, in yeah, Mission yeah. Impossible. She's in Greatest Showman. Yeah. She's, she was in some stupid movie. Well, somewhat entertaining kids movie, the silly movie. And he, she was like a witch or something. Remember Go Rebecca on. Ferguson? Yeah, Rebecca Ferguson. Was she really? Looking yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. And you liked her in it. She was like some witch skeleton something. Kids <laughs> kids movie. Oh, I've almost come this to it. This made up, The Jake. kid who would be king. Oh, the kid who would be king. Ha ha, victory. Uh, yeah, she plays Morgana. Which is exactly a witch skeleton ghost something. <laughs> so, no, I mean, I, I can't believe I didn't know. I'm not wrong. Yep. So in this movie, you have Dan Torrance, who is old, kind of grizzled, and has forgotten about his magic I powers. 20 packs a day. <laughs> he is now Linda Hamilton. Ah. <laughs> so he has kind of forgotten about his shine. But there is a group called the True Knot, which are going around True reminding people true of their shine. Like it's they, it's they, almost like this hippie cult that drives around. They're Boy Scouts. They, no, no, no. <laughs> they kill Boy Scouts. They're driving oh, around cool. looking for victims, and they sense children with the shining because children are more susceptible to feel this, just like Danny did in The Shining. Oh. Wait, and by the way, the shining is a um, magic ability that I thought they were helping people help with you. the shining shine. Not this group. Oh. They want to suck their soul, essentially. Okay. Like what they do is they kill children and they suck their essence. Darn you, Rebecca Ferguson. They are soul vampires, essentially. Okay. And that's what makes this not really a horror movie because, yeah, there's some grisly stuff here, but you're never afraid of the villains. You're just like, man, they're really awful people. Like, please don't do that. Hmm. That said, the horror does come from the beginning and end of the movie where it's more shining influenced because at the beginning of the movie, Danny's still kind of like Ready Player One. Yeah. Yes. Uh, Kind of. What? And when it does. In Ready Player One, there's a a scene where they reference the shining pretty heavily. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that was one of the best parts of that movie. Yes. You're saying this movie really picks up when it references the old movie. No, this movie picks up the entire time, even though it's two and a half hours. You're watching going, man, this is a great character study. I'm not scared. And that's why I almost think it doesn't fit in October. There are people that don't watch scary movies that will be scared of this. Okay. Because there's still the lady in the bathtub. There's still the twins. 
Do you think, they're still there? Yeah. Uh. Do you think though that people that will go see this that they should do something? People that else. didn't like horror movies, if they didn't watch The Shining, they're not going to want to see Doctor Sleep, will they? No. No, but they. But should they? Oh, could, could they? I think, you, I think you should watch could, The Shining. Could is my question. You could because well, this is sense. more. This isn't about Danny's time in the hotel. This is about him dealing with his personal demons, not wanting to be an alcoholic, and him trying to save a young girl who is very strong with the shine. But does this movie like require she's you she's to have seen The Shining? No, but it will help. Okay. It, it shows enough. In fact, what Mike Flanagan does well is almost shot for shot show him like you know great things from the hotel, and you're like, wow, that is perfectly recreated right there hmm. that said it's not even again? the biggest part of the movie the movie is its own thing do they use the music from the shining yes nice yeah i mean which is creepy okay. right let's hear it boom, boom, you, wait you want me to boom. sing it no you're great oh yeah a b plus b plus b plus wow like that's i walked out of this one going i wish i was scared but do you even give time, a higher grade than the b plus i don't that's the highest i've ever <laughs> given <laughs> the only problem he did, with he did give the give linda hamilton a bad a earlier oh that's true <laughs> <laughs> actually it should be bad a instead of a minus <laughs> what what fails with this that's movie awesome. is you don't much like the book you don't get to know enough about who danny is so it's more about his mission yes do you think people should read the book before seeing this the movie? is a better translation than the book itself I felt when I read uh, Dr. Sleep, and by the way, the, the term Dr. Sleep comes from, he becomes a hospice worker, basically an orderly, and he can sense when people are about to die, living their final moments, and he'll go and sit with them and just talk with them, so they call him Dr. Sleep. Because he doesn't have a lot to do with the rest of the movie. Dies? Well, it not, he doesn't puts kill him. Sleep. But yeah, pillow over their face. No. <laughs> I sense you're going to die. <laughs> but <laughs> the book itself felt so unattached no to The Shining. That it was like, okay, Stephen King, I don't know what you're trying to do. This movie somehow finds a balance between Kubrick and Stephen King. Because remember, Stephen King didn't like The Shining. He hated it. And so it veers right in the middle, and it becomes Mike Flanagan's own thing. And he did a great job. Have you heard that Stephen King reacted to this movie? Yeah, he really likes it. Even though it references a movie that he hates? Because it does both. I'm really curious about why he hates the original. It changed so much. It well it became more artistic than The Shining actually is. Hmm. And there's there's different things. There's a, a maze in the movie instead of there's a topiary, evil topiary at the mm-hmm. end of the book. Yeah, Stephen King just didn't like how much they changed his work to get to the screen. Yeah. How much Kubrick also changed it. Jack. He doesn't does know how Jack novel is, adaptations work. Yes, you but think, I, you think he would. I, you would think he has some experience with that. The well, movie shortcuts Jack himself because he's a loving father, and in the movie you're just like. You're Jack Nicholson, and things are about to get bad. You, yeah. Things are always mm-hmm. bad, mm-hmm. and so yeah, it does that. But truthfully, that that movie is a masterpiece and by its own sure right. King liked his adaptation of Christine, so he's got issues. And then he made the TV version of The Shining, which is fine, but it's, it's not. I never saw that one with Stephen Weber. Yeah, Stephen Weber. Called? It's it's okay because oh, I like Stephen. But Weber it's it's, from Wings. it's like an ABC TV version. Oh. But I would say like definitely it? go see this movie. B plus. B plus. Huh? Like it really surprised so we went me. From C minus to B plus in one bacon bit. Well, I, I think know. I'm gonna go watch uh, Terminator and skip that one. <laughs> yeah. Don't 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 don't. The Shining. Yeah, yeah, we got it. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, uh, those those are your movies for the week. Uh, enjoy. We're gonna have some really big releases coming out really soon. Yeah. And so, yeah. So wait, are you saying go see it? Yeah, go see it. Go see Doctor Sleep. And you need to watch The Shining first. Refresh yourself. Well, you, you should because or at it's, least remember it. it's film history. Yeah. Just watch it, even though we're out of uh, Halloween season. It so. is interesting film history. And so it's a really interesting, fascinating movie. The Shining is one of those horror movies that I respect for what it is, but I've never truly enjoyed it. I'm, I'm with you all the way, actually. Yeah. yeah, it's like I respect it, don't love it. Like, 
Yeah. Like there's some cool things, but I, I, I never emotionally connected with it, okay. even though I appreciated I, it the whole I time. I love it, but it's not my top 40 horror movies though. Right. Yeah. Like I know what it means and yeah. it is terrifying. It's a, it's a, it's one of those like, what's the word I'm looking for? Something stones though. Stepping stones, cornerstones, something. Okay, sure. Like of, of horror. Like it's yes. one of those you need. You, it's, it's a cornerstone for sure. You get, it gets referenced so many times. It's like you need to know, kind of know what this is. Mm-hmm. In order to appreciate all these other things that happen on there, if yeah. anything, just to enjoy Treehouse of Horror. Yeah, exactly. Like Simpsons, which right. is a great episode. It sets shining. up so much; it creates tropes on its own. And this movie is different, but it does enough to make you go, "Yeah, I see what you did there." Will this movie succeed monetarily? No, probably not. But I mean, the bar is probably really low, right? I mean, how that much said, there's there's not this? a lot of competition right now, but they spent still, like fifteen dollars on this. Yeah, it's $15. I hope so. I hope that Mike Flanagan's work from Haunting of the Hill House, because that was a smash. It was great. I hope it does continue with this. And having Ewan McGregor in the lead is great. And Rebecca Ferguson does an amazing job. So, yeah, I'd say go see it. Okay. All right. So there you go. This has been our Bacon Bit on Terminator Dark Fate and Dr. Sleep. Crying to the Terminator. <laughs> 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 <laughs>